What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Keen City Podcast. I'm your guy, Caleb Hodges. So today it looks like we have highs, I guess this week, not today. Uh, this week we have highs in the upper 60s, lower 70s, with a slight chance of rain pretty much all week, with Tuesday being the highest chance of rain. Uh, looks like it might be kind of a, another wet week. We'll kind of see from there. So what's happening in Keene? Police week starts today, and the department will have a service on Friday, May 14th at 10 a.m. in front of the city hall. And then also 4th of July prep starts this week, and we'll have more information on that soon. And then the last city council meeting um, is on Thursday at 6 p.m. The agenda will be on the website for everyone to see. So with last week's episode with Police Chief Hunt, he gave me one of the reports for uh, uh, the annual 2020 annual report. Some fun facts on here for you. Here's the chief's message to the city. This I promise. Your Keene Police Department will treat every person with respect, dignity, and compassion. Every person. Every time. And he says, that was my post to social media on June 1st, 2020, when I had arrived in Keene just a few weeks prior and was, and was just as surprised as everyone else to watch the ways the world were changing. From nationwide unrest to local struggles with COVID and an economic downturn, it seemed hope was getting short in supply. But not in Texas, not in Johnson County, not in the city of Keene. Here... I've seen hope grow stronger, he says. It's just one of so many reasons I am proud to be a part of a community that is not only resistant or resilient and resistant, but faithfully motivated to serve those in need. And it's why I hope you'll always give us a call, text, email, instant message, or visit anytime you have any need or help. It is my honor to be your police chief, and it's my honor to serve with the men and women of the Keene Police Department. Awesome, police hunt. I really appreciate that. And again, it's good to know uh, the, the overall city message that the police department is sending. So if you guys didn't know, uh, since it is police week, this is a great um, opportunity to understand who the command staff is. So you have Chief Hunt, which I interviewed and had a great conversation with last Monday. And then we have Lieutenant Rodriguez, Sergeant Sotelo, and, Sar and Sergeant Drambarino. Looks like the total population for the city of Keene, we have 47.8% are male, 52.2% are female, 71% are white with 6%, 6.1% African-American, 0.9% American Indian, 2.5% Asian, 5.3% Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander, 11% are other races, 2.8% are two or more races, and 30.3% are Hispanic or Latino with a median age of 30.4, average household size is 2.97, we have 1,923 total households with a median household income of $47,813. Median individual income is $19,466, with a city size of 5.0 square miles. There were a total of 5,262 total calls for service. 2,066 of those were offered or initiated. So the most common call types of 2020 were 25% traffic violation, 39% were all other, so the part one crimes totals by category for the year of 2020. You had 20 burglaries, two vehicle thefts, 27 theft, or all other, all other thefts, 69 assaults, no homicides, no robberies, and four sexual assaults reported. There were a total of 57 crashes in the year of 2020, and you had citations were uh, 425 citations, which accounted for 33% of the warnings and citations. You had 852 verbal warnings, which accounted for 65% of the citations. And then you had 22 written warnings, which accounted for 2% of the total warnings and citations. 
far as animal control goes, you had 478 total calls with 46 animals released in the field. Um, animals that are temporarily held at the animal shelter are 26 for the year of 2020. Reclaimed by owner was 12. Released to rescues was 12. And, and other was 2. So those are just kind, of, kind of some of the stats for the year of 2020 for the police department. Again, good to know what's going on with the department. This gives a great, great report for the year of 2020. And again, this is a report during COVID, during the, the uh, kind of peak of COVID for the entire year. So um, this isn't reflective of the of what happens all the time. So I'm kind of curious to see what 2021 will hold. Uh, hopefully it's, you know, crime stays down and that there's more community engagement with police and the citizens, you guys. So, all right. So what are some updates with the Southwestern Adventist University? So since 2016, Southwestern Adventist University's Dinosaur Science Museum and Research Center has provided an educational experience for the local community, as well as for students. Each year, the museum and its staff have continued to grow and expand to better serve their guests. With a focus on examining and sharing the past, rarely does an opportunity come along where the museum gets to share a look at their future. In a, re in a recent museum update, museum curator Dr. Jared Wood announced a change to, the gen change to the general tours offered by the museum. The museum plans to increase accessibility by expanding regular operating hours and offering more special events and classes for the community each year. In order to fund these changes, the museum, which has been operating on a donation-only mode, will begin charging a small admission fee. In regard to these changes, Dr. Wood stated the museum is, quote, no longer able to meet demands using only volunteers and student workers. Charging admission will allow us to hire additional staff and give you the best possible experience. The museum is excited to be able to expand their hours of operations and increase the number of staff, allowing more tours throughout the day. An accessibility continue. As accessibility continues to increase, this will in tandem allow the museum to put priority into advancing their research. Each summer, the museum adds an additional 2,000 fossils to the collection of over 30,000. Their focus is on being able to properly process these new fossils, thereby providing new experiences for all guests. To do this, they plan on expanding their team to greatly increase the speed at which these new findings can be processed and displayed. With a larger workforce, new exhibits will be displayed more frequently, and tours can be more consistent while remaining at a small, more personal group size, so each guest has the ability to ask and learn more about the museum's amazing discoveries. With a focus on growing the number of fossils for their collection, allowing more guests than ever to experience the museum, the next priority is to release new publications. Research and work have already begun on a paper about Triceratops quarry, being, being able to publish will allow the museum to share new discoveries, not just with the local community, but with the greater scientific community. This is an essential aspect for the future progress of the museum. As the Dinosaur Science Museum and Research Center continues to work towards examining the past and sharing new discoveries, we invite you to enjoy it to we invite you to join their journey into the future. To learn more about the museum, visit swau.edu/dinosaur and subscribe to the museum's newsletter to keep up to date with new events and discoveries. That's awesome. Y'all have a great week. Much respect for the police department. Y'all give them a high five. Tell them a thank you because without police, anarchy will reign. Bottom line. So y'all be safe. Be smart. Don't be dumb. And get to know your neighbor. Thanks. Bye.